L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, welcome to What Do You Want to Talk About? Where when I bring a topic to the table, Lindsay doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah, and when I bring a topic to the table, Jason doesn't know what it's going to be. And hilarity ensues. Or massive confusion. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Lindsay. Yes, Jason. What do you want to talk about? So I, oh, God bless a frick. I just, I am so frustrated right now. I had a topic, I'm like, ah, I just, and I'm about to change it to fucking LED lights here in a second if you don't, I'm so fucking, I'm just, ah, I hate everything right now. So what I was going to talk about was therapy. That's the topic. I am therapy. all over that. And how, uh, first of all, like, it's great, it's, it's wonderful, it's helpful, and how, oh, I'm, I feel like a fucking five-year-old right now. I want to like, I want to, want to throw a tantrum. Um, I, uh, I, therapy is the topic. Um, as I doodle on my paper, uh, which is part of my therapy. Yeah. Um, uh, and how, above many things, therapy encompasses, but also how, once you really get into it, if you're working on yourself, as I am, I'll admit, I am in therapy and have been, and I I have over my years, of course, but, but very intensely in recent times, and um, how you learn so much, yeah. because not only do you go to therapy, but they suggest things to read or podcasts to listen to, and then you're doing your own reading and your own podcast listening and your own research and the articles and the, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm constantly filling my brain with information to try to help get myself out of whatever hole I'm in or to grapple with whatever uh, crap I'm dealing with. Um, but But all that learning also makes it so that you can't not then see things around you in all relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, otherwise, and it's it's kind of a mental mind fuck. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Isn't that lighthearted and delightful? You sure you don't want to talk about LED lights? We can fucking talk about Definitely. that. Definitely. I think this was a great show, and I hope that next week you're... <laughs> Uh, no, I am I am one hundred percent with you. Okay. I um. This is such a. I'm trying to make this not such a privileged thing to say. Ooh. Uh, it. I think mm-hmm. that if we lived in a perfect world, mm-hmm. um. Everybody 
Yes. Oh. Would be able to go to therapy free uh-huh. of charge. Uh-huh. 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 I, I, uh, so I am an opinionated asshole. I get it. I think if you're not working on yourself as a human being, if you're not self-reflective, if you are not trying to make yourself a better you, mm-hmm. you're just a mammal. I think one of the things that makes humans humans is the fact that they're thinking, they're revising, they're reworking. And I'm I'm not just, you know, I'm not just talking about heady psychobabble stuff. Right, right, right. No, I th- I think that's absolutely right. That there is a human experience that can be explored and yeah. can be um, understood and and I mean, it, 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 the, uh, I just I I'm like I seriously wish I could have thought of something different that's I, lighter because you know what I'm glad all the different flavors of popcorn. I'm, Let's talk about. I'm glad that. you I'm glad you didn't because okay. I my last therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, moved uh, to be closer to grandchildren, I think, is mm-hmm. what it was. Um, and I do, I do this thing where if, if something happens to the therapist, such mm-hmm. as they move, they have a baby. Yes, right. Um, they decide to get a doctorate or whatever. Yeah. Which somehow cancels my therapy with them, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling okay. Done. Yep. And I don't then need you therapy anymore. Don't need it. Don't need it. Yep. And then uh, some crisis happens, and yeah. then you're rushing to try to find a freaking therapist. Absolutely. The next time I'm going through some depression, I'm desperately trying to find a therapist, and you know, yeah. six weeks before you can get in, and yada, right, yada, yada, it's yada. all that, and you're like, I need now. I need now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't disagree that I, I, I haven't met a human alive that wouldn't benefit from a therapist. Yeah. It means nothing about their ability, their mental. No. It's the, um, it's the, and that's the stigma that I wish uh, could be removed from seeking therapy. Is one of uh, one of the things that that should not be cost prohibitive no, either. It shouldn't, and and it it should not be. Time prohibitive, you know, forty percent, forty percent of all Americans right now. I was, I, I was, this was on NPR, I think. Forty mm-hmm. percent of all Americans right now are um, basically just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. They don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. They've got multiple jobs. They have. Maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars in their savings account. Right. There is no freaking way that a person in that position, right, with that kind of responsibility and stress, mm-hmm. can go to a therapist. Mm-hmm. There is every reason in the world that a person in that position should be going to a therapist. Right. But it's sort of it's the same as with healthcare. It's like you've got you know you've got a you've got a cough or a cold or something. You Absolutely. can't go to the doctor because you can't afford it. It's the Absolutely. same with mental health. And I know we've talked about this. And there are like uh, you know, and I know even our producer uh, talked about it on his show, mm-hmm. um, Alex, uh, about his experience with making it to therapy and and doing it when uh, you know when he when it was cost prohibitive. Yeah. 
Um, and he, you know, found a way to get the therapy, which I am deeply respectful of that he still found a way. And I know it was due to his beautiful and lovely girlfriend. She was a huge. Yeah, and uh, sorry to chime in. No, please do. Uh, uh, but if, if you would, I think we could put that information in the bio of this episode. Absolutely. If anybody that does want to find, I, I went to Unity Point Healthcare. Uh, which you did too. Jackson went there as well. So um, uh, to find, so what happened? It's the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, I, I had lost my job. I didn't yes. have health insurance anymore, and I needed um, to find a, a a solution. So my girlfriend's dad is a retired pastor, so he knew all the free ways to get help. That's awesome. And he sent me to this place right behind Jane Boyd. That's what you'd said. Yeah, right by Metro High School. Right by Metro yeah. High School. Went yeah. there, talked to a, a, a person about what I was doing. And they were, uh, they could immediately tell that my mental health was off. I couldn't even, I couldn't talk. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a person who can talk. Mm-hmm. I could not speak that day. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me to, um, um, so Mount Mercy has this wonderful program. Um, it's like a, it's called the Olson Marriage Clinic, and I'll put that info in this in this bio as well. Um, and this is this is the one that was uh, uh, created by the Olson twins, right? Exactly. Okay. Oh my Mary, God. Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. Read the room, Jason. I'm, Jesus. <laughs> I'm seeing Mary Kate right now. Excellent. For excellent. my therapy. I hear she's very, very good. She's, oh she's better God. than uh, than Ashley. Um, so, so yeah. No, but the Olsen Marriage Clinic, it's it's a Mount Mercy yeah. University um, building. And so I, I'm, I'm talking to a student. Right, but they they're have not, somebody monitoring. But you, on camera, yeah, yes. Okay. But then there's a professional therapist who's watching on camera. And about 40 minutes into the session, they usually go and check with their with their To teacher. make sure they're doing it. Yeah. And then they, <sighs> so cool. they go over. And then they even brought it to me. They're like, hey, um, we're going to be using video from this on my practicum. So other people are going to see this mm-hmm. if that's okay with you. And it's mm-hmm. like, and that, that's part of the agreement. But it's pay what you can. So I pay yes. I pay ten dollars yeah. a session, right? Okay, once a week, mm-hmm. ten dollars. It's it's anywhere between zero and thirty. When I first started, I was completely unemployed, and I was like, I don't have a way to pay for this. I don't. I I, I believe in this, and I want to. And they were like, Don't worry about it. Zero dollars. Yeah, amazing. Changed yeah. my life. That is awesome. Changed my life. That so, is awesome. So we'll put. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. We'll <laughs> put. We'll put. Olson Family Clinic yeah. and um, Unity Point Health Center's information in the bio for anybody that needs it. And also, also, I don't want to speak for you guys, but we've got a community here, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 if anybody ever wants to talk to the host of what do you want to talk about, you guys have a Facebook page. Right. Yeah. They right. can message. They can message you on the Facebook page. And a Facebook group, right? You mm-hmm. know. Too, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, the Facebook group is, is exists yeah. now too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They can reach out there, and if and if even further, if they're having trouble with there, they can go to LAS Podcast Networks, yep. uh, Facebook, and reach out, and we'll and we'll get you in touch with who you need. That's what this whole thing is. You mm-hmm. know, this is all local. This is all community based. Yeah. We've also I I got to toss in the Abbey Center, sure, and um, good God Foundation too. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. You know, especially if you're in crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife worked there for a while. Uh, one of our best friends ran the place for a while. Um, and it's uh, that is really a, a good place, especially if you're in crisis. Yeah, and, you know, here's some. This is something else I, I, I want to talk about since we're Thanks, on. Thanks, Alex. Thank you for letting me chime in. Thank I'm, you, I'm, Alex. Everything you guys are going to say, Abbey Center Foundation Two, all okay. in the bio. Okay. Outstanding, outstanding. This is something else I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I was lucky enough to be contacted by the 
uh, the Lynn County Sheriff's Department. Okay. Um, to get together uh, a group of actors. Oh. To help them yes. in this training. Right. I remember you doing this. Yes. Where the actors the actors get a scenario. Mm-hmm. And that the the character in that mm-hmm. scenario has a specific diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And the theory, of course, was that the actor would go out and, and they would research aspects of that diagnosis. Right. And then um, these uh, uh, deputies... Mm-hmm. It was more than just deputies. It, 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 there were deputies and emergency uh, health people. There were people from the jail. Everybody that were that was working in the the sheriff's office mm-hmm. under the purview of the sheriff's office. Eventually, over three years, came in, and um, they were put through this training where they had to. Learn how to, and then de-escalate de-escalate oh, situations. Sure. Yep. Um, where they were called in to a situation, mm-hmm. and it turns out that that person had a, was having a mental health crisis. Sure. Um, and from my standpoint, that taught me a lot about not just myself, but about you know people and how they deal with things and how yes. we just simply don't understand what someone's going through yes at any particular time yes um it, it, it's it, it's human beings can be such complicated organisms and what one of the things that complicates that complication even more mm-hmm. is most of us are hardwired not to let Anybody outside us see our vulnerabilities. Absolutely. So if if we are in some kind of emotional or mental mm-hmm. crisis, mm-hmm. we do not want other people to know that. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And so that's that. And I think that's part of the issue is or not issue, but um, the thing. Uh, I don't know. It's easy to look back on your life and say. Um, Uh, Okay, so you go to therapy, you learn things through therapy, through research, through doing your own learning, whatever. Mm -hmm. You gain knowledge, right? So in any field, but I mean, I'm speaking specifically about like um, how the brain functions, how we, you know, childhood affects, you know, all these kinds of things. Um, You can't then unsee things. It's like once you have knowledge of history or once you have, you know, any kind of knowledge you then can't unknow right. things. And so um, I now can see that I was for years trying to use friends as therapists. And friends were using me as therapists. We, sure. we all use each other as some sort of quasi-therapy. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that we as people want to make ourselves comfortable and so that means we want to make you comfortable, right? The other person, and so we do a lot of, and you'll and you see this, you know, it's like, a, oh, it's going to be fine, or you're great, or everything's wonderful, or you're going to be awesome, and no matter how, you know what I mean? Like we, and it's more of a way to make, like, if I'm saying that to you, Jason, if yeah. you come to me and say I have a problem, this is what I'm going through, and I'm like, 
oh, you are so tough. You're so smart. You're going to figure it out. You're freaking awesome. You're yeah, going to be awesome. That's not helpful, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like in the moment, it's like, yeah, this feels great. Then you, you're still sitting in the sludge right. because you need someone. But, but it's not. But we are not equipped. Right. I am not equipped. My friends, you know, nobody is equipped right. to to help really sometimes when it gets bad or even like on a day to day basis. So you have to. Um, you have to acknowledge that, um, uh, you know, that that uh, this didn't help. And so then what do you learn? I'm not going to share with you because mm. all you're going to do is tell me how great I am. Right. And it, it, I'm, I, I'm really struggling. Mm-hmm. And so then we get quieter. Right. And so then it's more isolating. Yep. And then you get, and so that's where I feel like that is where you go, okay, I need a therapist. I need a therapist. The other thing is, is because other people deal with um, their problems differently or don't deal with their problems, yeah. when you start dealing with your stuff, people don't know what to do with you. Exactly. And so, because part of you saying, here's what I'm dealing with and here's what I'm learning about myself and here's what I'm learning, you know, about what I'm going through. If you if you shine a light on your own what you're doing what you're going through I'm trying to I I you know people can look at that and say well that makes me uncomfortable because if I have to acknowledge that you have those problems then I have to acknowledge that I have those yeah, problems absolutely and so then that they fade away right and so again more isolating more you know so it's just I I just I I wish therapy wasn't such a like a grand like i'm going to therapy i wish it was just or a stigma well or a stigma but uh, i mean uh, but but also just like i wish it was just everywhere it was just why do we need that why is therapy a thing why do we need to go and sit and talk why can't we all why isn't there a class i don't know something where we can all learn this stuff I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know what to think about it. I'm I, overwhelmed. I think it's the it's the it's the state of of uh, the contemporary world. You know, we're all the technology that we deal with mm-hmm. every second of the day is um, it, it's sequestering ourselves. It's bringing us into ourselves. It's debilitating our our ability to be with, talk with, empathize with, and read other people. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, We just, we don't, we don't sit and talk with people a lot these days. Right. And I think that's maybe part of the issue. I've got to believe that individuals could have uh, uh, been gotten positive response from mm-hmm. therapy for a long time, right? If, if not forever, I don't, you know, I don't know that, right? That Ugg in the cave, maybe probably they, yeah. Who Perhaps knows? He had some, yeah, some traumatic stuff he could have worked through, but um, you know, I sure, uh, you know, the two, the two people that I think about the most with therapy mm-hmm. are, uh. My dad and his dad. That they needed it? That they you wish they could have had it? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, both of these guys uh, were, you know, men's men. Right. Um, right. 
my grandfather was uh, in the European theater uh, during World War II, mm -hmm. was shipped across the country, and then was in the Philippines for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, and my dad had his secret little things going on. Yep, 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 yep. And I... That sounds a little... Well... Nefarious. You know, my dad was saying when he was, when he was, I guess, 10, when his, when his dad got back from, from the war, um, for over a year, my grandfather wouldn't sleep. He would be out sitting on the trunk of the car with a rifle. Oh my. Every night. And that's what he did. Every night he went out, he sat on the trunk of the car. Right. And just. Right was on lookout, I guess. I don't yeah. know. You know, and those are and it, 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 those are like that's very like okay, those that needed therapy for very deserved reasons. Yeah. I mean, very obvious. No one would argue that. I Absolutely. would think in that point. Uh, what I find is I didn't realize that there were things you could explain to people about yourself, mm -hmm. and they couldn't understand. Mm. I thought that enough explanation would be enough. Yeah. And what I am learning is that you can explain things to people and they and there there are things and this is probably true of me too. This is just a new thing that I've just discovered. So this is just me discovering this. You can explain things and you can watch and hear that they don't understand even mm -hmm. though you explained it. Probably how I am when somebody tries to describe geometry to me like or or Shakespeare sure. or whatever. I'm like I'm listening, I'm trying, I just can't understand. And it's weird when it's about something that you think, you know, it's just the human experience. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going through, this is what I think is, you know, going blah da da da. And it's just there's just you they don't and they respond to you in a way that lets you know that they don't understand. It, do you think it's because what what you are explaining to them is hitting too close to their own issues? If it is, then it is not, uh, I would imagine, I mean, I would imagine that that's part, maybe perhaps, I mean, that's pure, and I'm speaking extremely generally, because yeah. I can think of, like, this is not pointed at right any one situation or person or anything. I'm talking about 20 years of, yeah. like I would say since my 20s, I feel like I've run into these conversations, just to be clear. Right. Um, and then so you give up trying to explain. But um, I think part of it now that I've been through more therapy is that part of it is, yeah, that they don't, it's either hitting too close to something that they have not uh, cracked open. Mm -hmm. You know, that's been waxed over or mm -hmm. sealed up and we don't, and so they're like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Oh, but but it's under the, oh, yeah, no, that's that's tough for you. And I'm like, um, and it's just not, they're, they're not capable of going there, which right. is, that's not, I don't need them to, I don't need that. I, that's fine. You don't, you explore yourself and your things and I'm not judging, mm -hmm. but, but it's just a fascinating to watch someone not be able to comprehend what you're saying and realizing, oh, this isn't a place I can do this. Yeah. Is that, do you find that that is, that has a tendency to sort of um, destabilize that relationship? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's. Male and female. I mean, right. I've, it's all, I, like all kinds of relationships. And this is, again, 20 years in the making, literally. And quite, that's. 
that's, quite literally. <laughs> 28 to 48, yes. That's hard because then uh, I'm, I'm going to use the word you. No, I'm going to use the word I. Then when I'm in a situation like that. Yeah. It, it it enters into the into the into my mind, you know. Oh God, is is it worth it? Is just, it no. worth it to destabilize this relationship just to get my own shit together? Right. The answer is yes. Yes. Right. That's a hard, shitty answer. Right. But the answer is yes. Yeah, and it just it go for me. It goes in levels. It's like oh. This is where we tap out. Yeah. So this is the relationship I can have with this person. Right. And then, oh, over here, the, you know, this is, you know, and, and, and it's not a one-way street. Right. You know, it's also me being capable. And, and I fully, fully know that over the 20 years that I speak of where I feel like I was really experiencing some hearty, girthy, adult kind of business. Uh-huh. Um, that sounded really bad, but I please stay with me. Uh, don't go. <laughs> That's uh, okay. All right. I think it's a great time for a I break, I think it's maybe. a good time for a break. Hopefully our... Uh, girthy business. Yeah, hopefully our sponsor has some... <laughs> Deep, hearty, girthy Girthy adult adult business. business. (laughs) That should be the name of something. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We we can laugh during breaks. Yes. About shows with mental illness. They're still still laughing. But I think what you said about our friends, you should say that because that's what made me laugh. Lindsay and I have um, (laughs) uh, two friends uh, in our writers group that uh, are in the <laughs> in the field of mental health, both yes. doctors, one a psychiatrist and one a psychologist. And mm-hmm. I was telling Lindsay that having having friends who are in the mental health business <laughs> is sort of like having friends who have trucks. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> you're, you're, you're always their numbers are on the speed dial, and they they want to change their number. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or like you try to casually ask a question and then you're like, I mean, I don't know, this is what I'm going through. And then you look at them really long. Like, I mean, should I be concerned or? Yeah. Hey, that shirt looks great. You know, I was out buying shirts with my kid last night. And And he had a combative meltdown in the store. Not that I, I mean, how do you, what do you? Not that I'm looking at you to see if you'll react. And then they whip out their yellow legal pad. Right, right, right. Yeah. And all of a sudden I've got a Venmo request for $200 or whatever. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what they charge. One of the things that you you had mentioned that I was totally on board with that you thought was important to talk about is is the the types of therapy. Yeah. Um, when I think when when most people I know of yes think of therapy it's that type where the therapist says so tell me how your day is going right. and then you launch into it yes you know? maybe I have no I have no research on this I have no idea I'm assuming right. that's the bulk of therapy in America. Well, it's definitely what's perpetrated on TV and movies and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, But there is a ton of different kinds of therapy, of different kinds of therapists. Right. Uh, One one form of therapy that has become the the most helpful for me Mm -hmm. uh, was uh, uh, I had a 
brief stint with a cognitive therapist. Okay. It was very much talking about <clears throat> how to understand when these 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 feelings occur, yeah. what those triggers are, and how to be able to remanage the 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 um the recognition of of those triggers and 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 how sure. to handle those things, you know. Um I have got to tell you the 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 most important thing mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that has ever happened to me the most important understanding is the idea that tomorrow will be different. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. especially when that's uh, good. When I've been in those, especially when I've been in those really deep depressions. Yeah. You know, those those days where it's so incredibly hard to even just get out of bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that kind of therapy mm-hmm. taught me, you know, you get, you get through today. Right. Tomorrow's going to be different. Yes. Yes. It, it, not necessarily better. Right. Not necessarily worse, but it'll be different. Right. And you can handle things in a different way, maybe. That's, um, uh, on that, uh, in that same vein, there's a TikTok, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, there's a freaking TikTok. Is I watch big? TikTok. I get a lot of information from TikTok. So what, what did My she... My For You page is full of therapy. What I'm did just she talk you. about while she so, was dancing? No, there are no, I see no dances. I see doctors. I see epidemiologists. I see therapists. Are they, I see... Are they singing? Oh my God. You are... Okay, I can't. I'm going to punch you in the... <laughs> In the in the twat. Do you have a twat? I don't know. I'm gonna punch you somewhere. I have been called that. Okay, so no serious note yes. here. There is one, and she said that um, this. I mean, this is extremely serious. Um, uh, a gal was, uh, you know, about to give up. Mm. She was going to, you know, think considering on aliving herself. Yeah. And um, uh, a paramedic got to her. And she said, I can't do it anymore. Mm. And he said, just do it one more time. Yeah. One more time. And and that's her thing now. She talks about doing it one more time, one more time. You know, get out of bed one more time. Do this one more time. Yeah. And to me, that is a whole level of, you know, that's that's a... And so this is the problem. Part of the problem is that, you know, it goes to that. You know, people think, oh, you need therapy if you're there. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't. And so that we just took it way, you know, if you're, if there's a spectrum or a level or what, you you know, you need it, you need it, but it's, and everything is a pathway to that potentially. Right. But it's, they, we, so then we're like, oh, well I, it's this, it's so, oh my God, I'm going to open up a can of worms here. But it's so much where we tend to go, well, I don't want to. I don't want to unalive myself, so I don't need therapy. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not, you know, staying in bed all day, so I'm fine. Yeah. Or and it's oh, it goes with every addiction, every everything. Like, well, I don't, you know, I only drink this much, and so I'm fine. And uh, I'm not as bad as that guy over there, so I'm fine. Or I only snort coke every weekend, so mm-hmm. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. The, the we we rationalize these things, and it goes. It's all mental health related. It's mm-hmm. all you know. And but the therapy like you, ideally you would start talking to someone before you ever even got to a place where you're even entertaining the not getting out of bed. Yeah. 
you know, you go and talk to someone. And this is what I'm talking about is I wish it was not something where you had to be on, quote unquote, death's door mentally um, before somebody either somebody forces you to or you get admitted or whatever, because that's not the kind of therapy, at least that I'm dealing with that that gets to the core of america of, of what i think is the american medical health issue is that american health both physical and mental is based on stopgap measures mm-hmm. it's not it's not based on prevention right no nothing is and, and the the th- well, the thing that I, I shouldn't say that the thing I meant that mental I mental health wise, yeah. right? The thing that I have finally learned, which mm-hmm. I had mentioned before the break, yeah, was that I, I I have got to stop dropping out of therapy when I feel right. good, right? Because I, I I truly think some of the best work that I have had has come when I'm clear headed, yeah, when, when I'm not under stress, when right. I'm not overwhelmed, right? Um, right. Because then, you know, you're not being flooded with all right. those chemicals. Right. That's another thing. <clears throat> the idea that when when I'm under, when I'm having anxiety issues mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. depressive issues, mm-hmm. the chemicals are fucked up. Yes. It's not me. Right. It's that the chemicals are fucked up. Right. And... You just, you, you got to wait till those chemicals get back together. Right. It's not because I'm a bad person. It's not because I'm a stupid person. It's because the chemicals are fucked up. So, uh, so this is an analogy that I think is saying what you're saying. I think we're saying the same thing here. But this is an analogy that I, because I tend to come up with, is it analogies or metaphors? I always get it fucked up. I'm sorry yeah, if I do they, it wrong. They work, they work together. It's, in any case, I'm always doing this. And I, it, it's like when something happens in your life, you know, maybe the loss of a loved one, um, you know, a divorce, uh, some big catastrophic uh, loss a job a, loss. Loss of a job. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. I don't know, a global pandemic, whatever. Sure. Um, we we tend to then go, okay, wow, I'm really in a bad place. And then you go, maybe you go seek therapy. And I, I liken it to like if you have a car and you backed into something and it's got a dent in it. Mm. And so let's, let's use, um, you know, so some sort of like th- a loss that p- a lot of people regularly – it happens. It's, you know, uh, like I said, like divorce mm-hmm. or, you know, loss of a parent or a sibling or something horrible. Right. But, um, but very happens. It happens. Yeah. And so you take your car in and you're like, this dent in the back of my car, I want you to fix it. I want you to fix the dent. That's the visible thing. That's the thing that everybody who knows you knows what happened, right? They can see it. Yeah. And you're like, I just want that dent cleared out so people can't see it anymore. I can't see it anymore. I want it to go away. So you take it in to the car shop or you take yourself into therapy and you're like, mm-hmm. fix this dent, mm-hmm. make it less visible. And then as they're going to fix it, they're like, um, you should probably also address the fact that your brakes aren't Really, you need probably your brakes are pretty worn down right. and your tires are probably this. And and that could relate to like childhood trauma or that could relate to a poor pattern of relationship uh, stuff or, yeah. um, you know, all uh, in eating disorder, uh, you know, all kinds of things that could be that that are like the, the other ailments within the car. Yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I came in to fix this dent in the back of my car. Can you just like. Make that look all clean and shiny, please. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then you're you drive away, 
and you're gonna you're gonna continue to have problems. Your right. car is gonna stop on the side of the road. You're gonna you could get into an accident. All these things because you haven't dealt with the whole mechanism, the right. whole thing. That's right. And that is what I find is you go into therapy going, "This is my problem," and they're like. Well, in order to understand your problem, we have to look at the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, no, because I don't want to have to deal with all that other stuff. That yeah. stuff, oh, that's been there forever. Just leave it alone, you know. No. And so then it becomes, you know, what I find is that, I, or I'm sorry, what, not what I find. That's not what I find. Um, what I feel is that it's really easy to look at someone suffering from one thing, one tangible thing that we can see and say, um, why is that so hard for them? Why are, oh. why are they like, get over it? Right. Get over it. Get over Pull it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they suffering from that dent in the back of their car? Right. Well, you don't, what you don't know is the mechanic found out that there's a whole bunch of other shit mm -hmm. that needs to be fixed. Yeah. So I'm my car's out of commission. I'm out of commission for a little while mm -hmm. while all of this gets fixed. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That analogy? Okay. Absolutely. My my issue while you were going through that analogy is I was so much wanting to add analogies to it. Oh, I know, right? You know? I do that too. <laughs> like, I oh, in my car, yeah, I have a fucking squirrel that has nested in the goddamn engine. Yeah, exactly. You know, I need that squirrel out too. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ab all the absolutely. things. All the things. So, um, uh, and just it's just so I can say it now. I mean, any. I mean, I have the I have the greatest friends. I have. I feel so lucky, all the people in my life, I do not have, um, this is, I have no ill will literally towards anyone. I have no ill will towards anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, so if, I hope that none of this is being, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want it to be misinterpreted. I mean, this is, I'm just, this is just me talking about my therapy experience and my own mental health experience, which has been very isolating. <clears throat> so one of the, one of the things that you and I were talking with over the break, which I think mm -hmm. is super important, especially for a conversation like this, mm -hmm. for a conversation that we know some of our friends are uh, listening to, um, is uh, this idea that if, you know, if you mention a specific incident yeah. or I mention a specific incident, I had said to you, you know what? There are people out there that are yeah. maybe even just acquaintances of ours right. that could be saying, oh, I bet he's talking about me. Right. Or I bet she's talking about me. Mostly I came to this idea because during the first half, I was thinking, oh, my God, she's talking about me. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's what I don't want. <laughs> right. Which which is which is yeah. my, my point, right? Right. That that's that is not that's not the deal. Mm -mm. Because we as human beings, mm -hmm. the world the world revolves around us. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when when Josephine Blow is right. talking about her problems, yes. we as the individual instantly right. think oh, I have got to be at some level involved in that problem. Right. I do the same thing. Absolutely. I do the same thing. And so I'm here to tell you, if a therapist has remedy, hasn't told you already, you are not responsible for anybody <laughs> else's emotions ever. You're not responsible for mine. If I have a problem with you, I will talk to you directly or you will know, you know, I just, I don't, I just, you're not responsible for adults' emotions, other people's God, emotions. God bless it. That's one of, that is one of the hugest takeaways I've gotten from therapy is that nobody, 
is responsible for my emotions. Right. Except for me. Yes. Including your children. Including your children. Including your children. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole other podcast. But but yeah, no. If I'm feeling crappy, it is not the fault of my friends. It is not the fault of my children. It is not the fault. If I'm in a bad mood, it is not Jason's fault. Right. It it is absolutely on me. And if I have an issue with something you're saying and it's, it's upsetting me, then I need to speak to you. Right. And that is that is the truth. I love all my friends. I'm not. Mm-mm. I have. If yeah. I. It's on me. It's on me. You can't. I can't. How awful to make people read your mind or guess oh, yeah. or wonder. Right. That's awful, and I don't right. want that for anybody that I care about. So, the, I'm not doing that. <laughs> the, the 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 other thing that, um, I have had I have had several epiphanies. Yeah. During therapy sessions, I remember yes. the first one was um, my therapist said to me, I was talking about something that I was angry about, and she said, that's not anger. Yes. That's rage. Oh. And, um, oh, my God. <laughs> I, what's the, what's the uh, discern? Uh, what's absolutely the... changed my life. Well, it... First of all, it's okay to be angry. Uh-huh. Anger is, even if you don't know it, yeah. anger is a chosen emotion mm-hmm. that is brought about by some kind of visceral, right. unconscious it's a secondary. It's, it's a, a secondary, secondary emotion. emotion. Right. You are scared, mm-hmm. which is not a choice. Scared or sad. Or sad. Well, let's go with scared. Okay. You are scared. Mm-hmm. Because you are scared. You choose to get angry. Yes. Okay. So that scared is a primary reaction. You do not choose whether to be scared or not. It just bang happens. Right. Anger is not a primary reaction. It doesn't just boom happens. It it feels like it. Right. It goes through the filter of scared. Right. Yeah. It feels like it because it happens in a split second. Mm -hmm. But that is a choice you're making. And part of that cognitive therapy is realizing what it is that triggers that anger and working With the idea of instead of being angry that I was scared, I am going to choose some other emotion, some other way to to filter that through, right? Right. Um, Learning that for a couple of reasons. One, when when I was in middle school and high school, I was a rage machine. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, Which is surprising. Well, I know. I, I've worked very hard. Mm-hmm. I just remember at one point I had I had picked up a coat rack in my bedroom and I was about to throw it through the window. Yeah. And I thought, this is not... This is not normal. This is not it's normal. What, yeah. This isn't right. Uh, what, not what right. I, I shouldn't say what normal. What am I doing? Yeah, right. Um, you know, and I'm seeing those things with, with my own kid today. Mm-hmm. Really trying to work through that. Um, because, you know, I don't want him to get to the point that I got to. Right. right. So that was a huge understanding for me. Yeah. That that was, that that was a choice, even though it didn't feel like it. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's it. And, and that's so true. And uh, I, you see it and, 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 um, for, you know, different personalities, you know, I, I don't go to anger. Um, I freeze. Oh, I'm yeah. a, I freeze. I just, I don't, I can't can't do anything and yeah. so you freeze in life because you're sad or scared right 
um, angry, I suppose, would be the secondary, but um, but mine is a freeze response yeah. usually. So then I can't, I just can't can't function like I usually do. Right. Um, there's some fawn in there too. People who know this kind of stuff or know what we're talking about. Maybe you don't know. Uh, I could talk about therapy and these all this kind of stuff for episodes I, and episodes and episodes. I could too. Attachment styles and all these kinds of things. Perhaps when it comes create to relationships. a co- podcast over. I'm yeah. sure there aren't really any any podcasts out there right now about mental health. Oh, but are, well, I listen to a <laughs> bunch of them. So anyway, yeah, I just I, I guess the bottom line is therapy has been beneficial, very beneficial in my life. I do. But it also makes it so you can't unsee, you can't not see um, things that you used to not be able to see. But that's a good thing in the end. It is a very good thing. It It, just means that then you're just that much more aware and it changes your relationships and the way you live life. And it kind of sucks because if you've been living for one way for so many years and then all of a sudden people are like, whoa, you're changing the script. Right. Who are you? What is this? You know, that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know who I am, so I just stay at home because sure. I'm like, I don't know if people will understand that I'm not the same person. Right. Because I now know different things about myself. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Absolutely. To be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did fully responsible for my own stuff and I, if you know me, I probably love you. <laughs> She was not looking at me. I clearly noticed that her eyes deflected. That'd be freaking intense weirdness. (laughs) We're way too close. I can't look you in the eye and say that. Are you out of your mind? I'll have to go to therapy just for that. Okay, so. Okay, bye. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, No, I'm kidding. I meant bye to you, not to the podcast. Sorry. So, um, Bye to that topic. I don't don't feel as though I have been um, uh, quite the firebrand as I, I would like to normally be, so I'm going to start now. I would like to say, if you are out there and you are thinking, I don't need therapy, you probably need therapy. Mm. If you are thinking, I don't know whether I need therapy or not, I'd say it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. If you think, I definitely need therapy, go get therapy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So on that, probably a 65, 66% chance you could go out and get some therapy that's helpful. It, well, yeah, you could always and, go and, and be like, yeah, no, I'm, they'll tell you, like, you're so, you're so stable. Thank you for being a case study for us. We appreciate you coming in yeah, and, and showing us how, what it's supposed to be like. Don't, don't think, don't think they're going to keep you on just to pay the bills. Yeah, no. Because I got guarantee too many people. you, they got a six month waiting list <laughs> behind do. you. Yeah, exactly. So if they say to you, you know what? I, I, it feels to me like things are good. Right. Things are probably good. Yeah. Go out, drink heavily, drink too much coffee. Okay. Do things that are bad for you, <laughs> so you can get back on that list. <laughs> oh my god. Um, finally, uh, th- this is this is so 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 important. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you are in a bad place, and if you're feeling like there's yeah. really nothing else that you can do, mm-hmm. once you scroll this number down. It's 1-800-273-8255. What is that, too? 8255. That is a suicide prevention line. Oh, just a general nationwide? Absolutely. It's a nationwide suicide prevention line. They do great work. There are actually now... uh, I was skeptical of this at first. There are actually now... Um, web 
providers mm-hmm. for therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, the brief yeah. reading that I've done on that is generally they're pretty good. It's at least a step in the it's a it's a step into the world yep. if you're if you're hesitant. Absolutely. But also, I mean, as much as that's very important to do, the, and and locally Foundation Two is a great resource. Absolutely. They have an eight hundred twenty four hours a day. I've absolutely utilized that for yeah. me for uh, for friends too. Yeah. Um. Uh. For people who have you know we're in a we're struggling and and when someone ever threatens such a thing. You've got to take it seriously. Take so it I've seriously. yeah. So um, but again, I did not. I, the this this is kind of the issue or part of the issue is that it doesn't have to get to that. No. Ideally, we're we're therapying even if you think you're the most help, like just you're like I'm just no I'm I'm good I'm really solid. Absolutely. That's great. We're not trying to say I'm not trying to say that you're not solid. Um, but it is here's the thing. About, this is the bottom line. It's the one place you go. And you can talk about yourself, and they just have to listen. <laughs> you know, I, I every time I go, I seriously have to tell my th- every single time she if she's I don't know, but um, I tell her I'm like it's so weird. I want to ask you about your day because I don't feel right <laughs> talking to you about me without hearing about you first because that's my conditioning. Yeah. So anyway, even just you, for that, you all ne- right. You never you never want to. The first time to think about the fire extinguisher is not when there's a fire, right? Right. You want to know you have one in the kitchen. Right. So and or yeah, or like somebody to tell you that no, you're you're really you're doing great. And also just to listen, even if it's just an acute little yeah. small problem that you have. And thanks for listening to us. Yeah. I hope this was therapeutic. Great topic, Lindsay. I am so happy you brought it up. I wanted to talk about it too. I had therapy today. That's what did it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.